we're moving into that Canada Day long weekend. It's going to be a hot one, and that means a lot of people are going to be getting out to the lake. And 37% of boaters in Canada admit to consuming alcohol every time they boat. And two-thirds report they drink alcohol sometimes when boating. It's still a no-no. We're joined now by Brian Cameron from Oatly Vigmund. Brian, you represent people who have sustained serious injuries and the families of those who've died from boating injuries. How often does alcohol play a role in these injuries or deaths? Well, with respect to boating, uh, there's almost always alcohol involved when there's a boating incident. I mean, boating incidents aren't nearly as prevalent as, for example, cars uh, and car crashes because of the numbers, but almost invariably alcohol is involved where a boat causes uh, or a person driving a boat causes some sort of injury. I'm guessing you hear the same stories. Uh, You know, I didn't think it was a big deal. I was on the lake. We were just having a good time. I mean, this is a large body of water. What could go wrong? Well, yeah, I mean, that's it. It, it, It's really more than that. It's the social stigma that's associated with drinking and driving now because of the work of groups like MAD over, you know, probably the last 30 years or so, at least since I was a kid, um, has resulted in uh, drinking and driving in your car. People don't People frown upon that in a way they never did before, but that has not transferred into boating. You know, for example, you get, you know, a doctor who lives in Midtown Toronto. He would never think of having a couple of drinks and then going for a drive in the car with the kids. You put him up at his cottage in Huntsville, and uh, he's going to be sitting on the dock with a couple of drinks over the course of the day, and everybody's going to hop in the boat, and they usually have no life jackets. I mean, people just don't think about it the same way, even though it's probably more dangerous. Uh, like I said, less incidents, but when something goes wrong on a boat, usually someone seriously injured or died. Um, you know, a car it could be a fender bender, it could be just stalled on the side of the road, and uh, you, you still never want to drink, but the repercussions with a boat are almost always horrific. Is that because people end up drowning? Not only drowning, but uh, things like getting run over. When you get run over by a boat, uh, you know, a propeller chews you apart. Um, boats don't have brakes. You can't react nearly as fast in a boat as you can in a car. People don't have near the amount of experience driving a boat as they do driving a car. A combination of those factors and the fact you're sitting in the midst of uh, something that if you fall in it and can't keep your head above it, it will kill you, uh, just leads to very, very poor outcomes when something goes wrong. Like there's, There never seems to be a minor incident when you have a problem with a boat. It usually is, well, this person died, was crushed by the boat, run over by the boat, um, and it's, uh, you know, limbs are cut off, things like that. It's it's never good. It's never minor. You're painting a gory picture, and it all makes sense. You know, everything you said, yes, check, I get it, I get it. I think, you know, it doesn't, you don't have to be a rocket scientist to understand that, you know, drinking and getting into a pleasure craft on the water could be dangerous, yet we're still doing it. So, Uh, Do we need some sort of major campaign with MAD Canada about boating now to change our whole... Yeah, it's already underway. I mean, MAD has been, uh, you know, moving into this area. They probably have for even more years than I'm aware of, but trying to shift the needle on that. And, uh, you know, most people don't realize this, but if you get caught drinking and boating, you're going to lose your driver's license for your car. It's the same penalty. So you could end up in jail. You could end up not being able to drive. And and that actually is kind of the best outcome because you could end up killing somebody. I mean, it's just never a good idea. Now, I say this as I'm not a boater, but uh, for the same reason, I'm not going to, you know, have four or five beers on a deck. I'm also not a drinker, but I'm not going to do either. But I'm not going to get in my car. Nobody thinks that's okay anymore. Mm -hmm. Most people think it's okay to be in the boat. 
And I mean, they got the little beer coolers and nobody's wearing life jackets and uh, nobody thinks about it till after. You know, when I see this go on, I'm, I'm often thinking, well, this is how the day starts when it comes to me and I'm asking questions about what went on and I'm looking at all go, going on and thinking, well, this is the start this is the start of a very bad story. It's just it hasn't ended yet. Did most of the stories start out exactly the same way? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they all start out. We were having a few drinks, uh, you know, on the dock, and we decided to get in the boat. Uh, where were the life jackets? Well, we don't know. Uh, what happened then? Well, I'm not sure. Um, somebody was standing up, and they fell out of the boat, and I turned around to try to get them and uh, didn't see where they were and ran them over. You know, it's uh, that's obviously a random one. This is going to sound odd, Brian, but could the fact that we're Canadians and that we're known to be polite, could that politeness be a major contributor to the prevalence of drinking and boating? You know, you're at somebody's cottage. They're the host. It's their boat. They want to show you the lake. They've had a few drinks and you don't know what to do. Yeah, it's an interesting question. I mean, you would have to think think socially probably a lot uh, because that does come up in auto cases as well where people get into vehicles with people that they know are drinking. All I can say to those people is you're taking a massive risk. I mean, you would not get into a car with somebody you knew was loaded. Mm -hmm. Most people wouldn't if they knew it. And from a practical point of view, um, it could cost you, uh, you know, a severe injury or perhaps your life. And even then, if you survive but were severely injured, there's a potential for it costing you a lot of money. And I don't mean that in any sort of uh, sense like this is all about money. It's not. But if you couldn't work again, um, it would be something called contributory negligence. It would reduce what you can recover because part of it's going to be your fault. If you get in the boat with somebody you know is drinking and something happens, some of that's on you. So just take care. I mean, again, you wouldn't do these stupid things in a car. Don't do them in a boat. Brian, I appreciate your time today. This is going to be a big eye-opener, and I hope people, the takeaway is, you know, they can just remember a bit of what you said over this holiday weekend. We want everybody to get home safe and uh, enjoy being in a, on the water and just do it responsibly. Yeah, if you're drinking, just stay on the dock. Go out in the boat later when you're sober. Appreciate your time today, Brian. Thanks so much. You have a good day.